0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, this is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 7th of September. In your Sport Today, Marcus Bontempelli avoids a serious injury. Matt Lodge is fined for flipping the bird. Argentina's soccer match is suspended because of COVID and Patty Ice wins a cool 20 million. This is your sport today. It's a big week in the AFL uh, preliminary final week. Two teams and their fans, they're going to be stoked to make the grand final. Two other teams and their supporters are going to be shattered. We've all been there, haven't we, Gabs? Absolutely, Sam. It's a horrible feeling. Horrible feeling for sure. One team still in it is the Western Bulldogs. They don't want to feel like that. They play the Port Adelaide Power on Saturday night and after they beat the Lions by just the one point in their semifinal, Chris Hemsworth said it was nerve-wracking. I ain't going to disagree with Thor the Dogs. Their captain, Marcus Pontepelli, He didn't finish the game. He left the match a little bit early with a knee injury. Uh, He said after the match that he'd be right, but, you know, of course he would. Uh, Gabs, the club revealed the extent of just how bad that knee injury is yesterday.
1: Well, Sam, it's not actually that bad at all, but what they did say is it's a race against time, which is one of the great sport cliches. Yeah. So the scans, they didn't show any major structural damage, which means his major ligaments like his ACL and PCL are fine, but Bontempelli is in doubt because it is really sore. Now- If he can't move as per usual, and that would be an issue because he's a running midfielder, what the club can do is play him up forward, which is a bit like the Cats have done with Patrick Dangerfield in the past, and it's a move that could work given Marcus Bontepelli has kicked 26 goals for the club this season. It would be a big blow if he doesn't play. Bontempelli is the skipper and he was voted by the players as this year's MVP. And Sam, he hasn't missed a game either in 2021. What we do know is the Bulldogs will be without small forward Cody Waitman. He suffered a concussion late in the first half in their semi-final win over the Lions. And because of the AFL's 12-day concussion protocol, he is not allowed to play. Mitch Wallace or Jason Johannesson, he
0: came on as a medical sub in Saturday's
1: win. They are both options to come in for Waitman.
0: Yeah, that game is on at 7.10 local time. It's over in Adelaide. So that's 7.40 in the Eastern States this Saturday. Uh, the other big AFL news, Gabs, is about Brisbane Lions star player Lockie Neal. Uh, Gabs, it sounds like he might want out of Brizzy and might want to head back to Perth. Yeah, so what happened is Neal and the Lions
1: had what's called an exit interview. Now, this is common practice. Players and clubs have it all the time once they get yeah. knocked out in the season. So the Lions put Out a statement yesterday, Arvo saying that Neil and his wife Jules are expecting their first child, and that they're weighing up where to raise their family. I think Jules is from Western Australia, and the club also said that despite the rumours, he hasn't officially asked for a trade, but he has asked for time to think it over, which makes you think that could be imminent. Just for a bit of context, Lockie Neil made his debut for Fremantle, played there for a number of seasons but was traded to Brisbane at the end of the 2018 season for three draft picks when he signed a five-year deal. Now, if he does go back west, it'd be a big blow for Brisbane. In the three years he's been at the Lions, Neil has won a Brownlow medal, which means he was the best player in the AFL last season, and the Lions as a club have finished in the top four three times in the last three seasons because of his form in the
0: midfield. Yeah, he's certainly been one of the star players, if not the star player for the Lions over the past three years. Uh, Watch this space to see how this one unfolds. Rugby League fans know that Biff is banned. It's not back like Red uh, Reagan likes it. But <laughs> on Sunday, we saw something in the uh, Warriors-Titans game. Uh, three Warriors players were sent to the sin bin, those being Matt Lodge, Kane Evans and Jaz Tavunga Evans for throwing a few punches. He actually connected. All three players have been fined and Lodge got done for flipping the bird Gabs, So he gave the old one-finger salute to some of the Titans fans as he left the field.
1: Yeah, he did. And Sam, this is when they were reduced to 10 players. They had had three guys sent to the sin bin in the space of about 60 seconds, which is very uncommon in rugby league. And as a result, Matt Lodge will miss one game for his high shot, but he's also been fined $5,000 for his one finger salute to the fans. Evans, however, could miss up to seven weeks, and that's for a couple of things. That includes a high tackle and the punch on. And Fez, it's not the first time he's been involved in an incident like this. If you remember a few weeks ago, he punched Cronulla Shark Center, Will Chambers, and was also suspended for that. And also teammate Jazz Tavunga has been fined $1,900 for his part in the fight. Lodge came out on social media and apologised, saying, I've made some big mistakes, and I know the majority of people will hate me
0: regardless, but to everyone who has been kind to me, I'm sorry. The Titans, uh, three of their players also copped fines from that game against the Warriors, but they're free to play the Roosters in an elimination semi-final on Saturday afternoon against the Roosters As we hit publish on this podcast very early yesterday morning, the final round of the season-ending tour championship in the golf was happening. Uh, Gabs, those tuning in will remember you saying Patrick Cantlay was in the lead, and that's where he stayed. He won by one shot and took home a cool $20 million. Fez, this guy must have ice in his veins because for the second week in a row,
1: the man they call Patty Ice, he stayed cooled under pressure. So for a bit of context, the Tour Championship is the final event of the PGA Tour, and what that means is throughout the season, players got points depending on where they finished. So the higher you finish, the more points, and the more points you had, the better your handicap would be in the Tour Championship. Now Cantlay had the most points heading into the tournament, so he got to start at 10 under par which is two shots clear of the next best. And it came in handy Fez because he never lost that lead and won by one shot over Spain's John Rahm, who finished on
0: 21 under par and just missed out on that huge payday. Yeah, but Ram still finished with $5 million for coming in second. So, you know, it's not all bad news for, for Rahm. Uh, even though that was the season-ending tour championship uh, tournament, Gabs, golf fans won't have to wait too much longer to get some more golf. In a couple of weeks, the Ryder Cup starts. The Ryder Cup is kind of like the big team event. It's the uh, Americans against a team from Europe. It's been going since 1927. Uh, today's trivia question, Gabs, Who holds the Ryder Cup? You've got a 50-50 shot at this. Any guesses? Uh, I'm going to have to go with my ancestors. Uh, Go Team Europe. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for The Answer. On Sunday, international football fans were in for a treat. Brazil were going to host Argentina in a rematch of the Copa America final from earlier this year. But after just five or so minutes, the match was suspended because Brazilian health officials, they entered the field claiming that three Argentina players skipped quarantine They shouldn't be playing. Yeah, I was pretty keen for this, Sam. I mean, we're talking about
1: the the top two teams in World Cup qualifying out of South America. But as you said, a few minutes in, officials rushed on, and that was it for the game. Now, what Anvisa is claiming, uh, Anvisa is Brazil's health regulator who sets the rules about who can and cannot enter the country, is that the Argentina players who play in England did not say that they had come from the UK when they landed, which obviously you can't do. Travellers from the UK have to quarantine for 14 days in Brazil, but those players didn't do that, and three of them were actually playing when the game was stopped and then suspended. Argentina coach Lionel Scaloni defended his players and said nobody told them that those players
0: couldn't actually play. Yeah, now the Brazilian police are investigating the matter to find out exactly what happened. Uh, Argentina, they got out of there about five hours after the match. They are on a plane heading home. They play Bolivia on Friday. Brazil play Peru. The match is going to be rescheduled, but we just don't know when and where at this stage. Time for catch this, is the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And Gavs, what do you got? Yeah, the Socceroos,
1: they play tonight. They've got another World Cup qualifier. This time it's against Vietnam. You can catch that at 10 p.m. on Channel 10. Remember, they won their first match against China while Vietnam lost to Saudi Arabia. And, Fez, this could be quite a ribbiting clash because the team actually (laughs) trained with frogs on their pitch in Hanoi in the lead-up to
0: tonight's game. That's a stretch, Gabs. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The answer to today's trivia question, who actually holds the Ryder Cup right now? Uh, Gabs, you're spot on. It is Team Europe. They are the current holders of the Ryder Cup and they'll be looking to defend that in a couple of weeks. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you again tomorrow.